Hey folks, how's it going? Larry McGuire here, artist and writer at LarryGMcGuire.com. Welcome to this episode of the Daily Larb. Uh, I wanted to share with you today uh, a bit of a to and fro conversation between myself and Jeremiah Craig, uh, a singer-songwriter uh, over at anchor.fm forward slash Jeremiah Craig. And um, he posed the question uh, a day or two ago, um, what's working for you in 2018? He's, he's got into, uh, um, what's this called? This system, this management system, it's called agile and, uh, it's, it's a, it's used in software development. I think that's where it was born, but he's adopted this and, uh, he's trying to get some structure on how he does things and make time and space for his creative work and stuff. And I suppose we went down a bit of a rabbit hole um, because there's no end to this discussion. But he he asked the question and, and I came in on it and we we got going to and fro there and a few other people too. And um, I want to share those with you now, some stuff uh, from myself and from Jeremiah and from uh, one or two others on the subject because I think it's valid and um, it's it's a good it's a good discussion I think as well. Um, and ultimately, I'll be introducing this uh, concept. I've introduced you to it before. It's called the purposeful accident, or just simply purposeful accident. And uh, with retrospect, it is the apparent um, result of doing your thing in a particular way without the need for... Uh, uh, any particular result you're just going out on purpose to create whatever it is you want to create that comes into it and um, I, I want to add that to the artist manifesto which is due for publication on the 31st of March so uh, anyway I have a bunch of segments coming up now um, a conversation between myself and him uh, Jeremiah and uh, check it out it's all about uh, uh, it's all about art and creativity and uh, the purposeful accident too. All right, check it out. One of my associates in creativity, musician Jeremiah Craig, over at Jeremiah Craig, was asking the other day about uh, um, what was the nature of the question? Uh, what's working for you? Was the question he asked. Now I was trying to find that piece of audio, but I couldn't find it. Long story short. He was asking the question, what's working for you? So I thought I'd jump in and uh, talk about uh, some of the things that work for me. And um, Jeremiah published those call-ins and uh, had a bit more to say, some very interesting things to say and some some acknowledgement of some of the stuff I'm doing, which I'm very grateful for. And I'm going to come back in at the end of it uh, with some further comments um, on the subject of uh, goal setting and uh, working on purpose, purposeful accident, I've spoken about here before. It'll be included specifically in the next version of the Artist Manifesto and the written, uh, the, the real book version of it, there'll be a chapter on that. Um, and, uh, well, look, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play this stuff and then I'll come in at the end, check it out. And next up we have a call from Larry. 
from the Daily Larb. Also chiming in on the what's working for you this year so far topic. Thanks for the call, Larry. Jeremiah, how's it going? Larry here. Just heard your segment, uh, your question, what's working for you? Thought I'd jump in. Um, You know, recently uh, I'm an advocate for um, the notion of the purposeful accident, uh, the plan of no plan, the just going into the day and seeing where it takes me. I do have some goals, if you want to call them goals. I don't like goals, goal setting. Uh, I I certainly don't set New Year's resolutions. Um, There's only one overriding goal that I have, and uh, really it's to um, try and stay in a good place and continue to make what I'm inspired to make. So I'm writing and I'm recording and I'm drawing, and we're not drawing too much because I'm writing more than anything these days, but uh, might need a second minute for this one. So the purposeful accident is a, a, a notion I stole. Uh, I read it in an article on the Creativity Post. Uh, it was briefly mentioned. I can't even remember who wrote it. But essentially, the the, uh, the purposeful accident is uh, the process by which, in, in retrospect, the process by which you go out with the intention of making, the strong and purposeful intention of making something, you know, making whatever it is you're inspired to make and then seeing what happens. And it's energizing, it's purposeful, <laughs> as the, the, the title suggests, um, but you're not hooked on to any result, you know, you're just willing to see where it takes you. And that's my philosophy these days. Um, been pushing, be, have pushed in the past for too long and got poor results so doing the 180 hey larry thank you so much for the call in and i know what you mean pushing art is really difficult uh i i i've been there too and i i love i absolutely love the idea of this purposeful accident because that's how things the best things it seems like come about is because you are ready at all times to take that signal from wherever that inspiration comes from and you are just ready to go at all times for your masterpiece right i i i love when i get the chance to do that and i'll often do that on weekends it's just like okay this is this is a, a day to just focus on whatever happens just to create the only problem for me is that i'm not in a position where i can do that every day so that's why i've had to f- put this sort of agile strategy in place because when it comes down to it I have three to four hours every day after work or maybe even a little bit before work and on the bus three to four hours on Monday Tuesday Thursday and Friday and in order to best make use of my time I've had to put something in place to 
help organize it all. And as much as I really don't like doing that because it takes time to organize and throughout the whole organization process when you're trying to figure out how to best make use of your time, you're like, well, why don't I just make best use of my time right now by making something really cool? <laughs> right? Oh, man, that drove me nuts setting up this Agile thing. But after the first two weeks, I've actually been able to do more than to just come home and say, okay, so what am I going to work on now? I have all of these things that I have to accomplish. I have this event that I need to set up. I have these singles that I need to release. I have uh, this uh, collaborative music video game thing that I'm trying to make. All of these things, and then I'm just thinking about every one when I get home, and it's just so suffocating, right? because you want to get it all done at the same time, at least I do, and I get overwhelmed. And then it's just like, wow, I get nothing done just because I'm so overwhelmed. So that's where the agile time management, project management thing has come into play is that I can say, okay, I'm going to set this side a time or this time aside <laughs> this time aside so that I can work on possibly having an accident during this time <laughs> right the purposeful accident so as much as I would love to do it per day and you are doing some amazing things with that strategy oh man I am looking forward to this new book that you have coming out uh, the artist manifesto right that's what it's called uh, it sounds like you're doing some amazing work and I looked at your sketch recently uh, I don't know if I think it was the charcoal of the uh, of the woman portrait of her face Wow you are doing some amazing things with that strategy and uh, I can't wait till I can pick that up again when I'm a little bit more stable. I'm jealous, man. I love it. Thank you so much for the call-in, and I hope you have a great purposeful accident today. <laughs> love it. All right. Peace. So, you know what, uh, Jeremiah, um, I want to thank you for your, your uh, support and your kind words there. Um, now, what I would say to you is this. Um, I I've written about this in the Artist Manifesto, and I'm going to elaborate uh, a little bit more on it, I think, in the next version. Um, and this is good, because you're giving me fuel, right? Um, so, in the manifesto, I talk about going into the world, getting inspiration, uh, seeing things, witnessing things, experiencing things that we like and that we don't like, stuff that floats our boat and says, oh, and we say, oh yeah, that's fucking great, I'll do that, you know, or or I'll play that, or you just mingling with other people who, who give you good material and, and other people who give you shit material, you know, <laughs> and you, 
you you go away and you go back to your quiet place and you make something with that you know it insp- it's it's like you don't have to there's no effort in it it's like you're just you're 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 pulling in material by virtue of the fact that you're out there in the world mixing it up so and everybody does that everybody needs to do that you can't sit in isolation in that pur- purposeful accident that place where a purpose purposeful accident may occur uh and have it occur unless you go out into the world and and mix it up with all that craziness you know and that's what the day job is you know for me because um i'm the, i have a day job and i i have to get organized and i have to uh schedule schedule visits and i have to um uh price work i spent half a day at uh, all this afternoon pricing a piece of work that i that i'm, I'm an electrician uh, by trade so I, I spent all afternoon pricing a piece of work that I <laughs> probably won't get, uh, but I might get it, um, and it's a nice job, so I'd like to get it. But if I don't, so be it. Just move on and do the next thing. But uh, uh, so that's what I do for uh, paying the bills, and keeping the wolf in the door, paying my college fees, paying for all the uh, online stuff that I like to do at the moment, and then the the hope or the intention is. Um, the wish is that my efforts in writing and drawing and stuff will will uh, bring about um, some further income that I want the, the day stuff. But for now, I'll do the day stuff, and uh, I don't mind doing it because there's loads of material there. I get loads of material, and I'm out there and I'm meeting people, even when I'm driving around, you know. And and it wasn't always like that. I was at odds with my work for a long time. And for two years, I gave it up completely. I did fuck all, and uh, I, I, I didn't really earn anything at all. Um, and much to the consternation of my good lady wife, but um, we got through it. And fair play to her, she, she kind of held the fort a lot during that time. Um, and it's only recently that I've fallen back in love with my work, you know, the stuff. And it's all creative. It's, uh, the electrical stuff that I do is problem-solving, figuring out, Designing stuff, uh, meeting people—it's it's great, you know. It it really is great, and I and and I do love it a lot. Uh, but I'd gladly stop to just write um, and 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 explore my own imagination more, you know. But uh, the purposeful accident can only come about by virtue of the fact that we're out there in the world mixing it up, confused sometimes, uh, happy other times clear other times it's that to and that fro you know that that um constant exchange that we have with other people and and events and stuff that give us the material that we can go back into our place whether that's three or four hours a couple of days a week uh that will engrate you know where we can make things and um i think for me it's been a case of giving up um when i get when i finally realized that i had to drop the fight and the angst and uh, the problem that I had with my work and with everybody else, it was a slow kind of, it's still not over. And Christ, it's not, you'd swear that I've got it all figured out. I don't, you know, it's like um, over Christmas at a, at a very, at a difficult period, a horrible period where I was caught in a bit of a slump. And uh, the only thing for it was to get out there and, and do a bit of work and get back into the flow of it. So I did that and it was cool. But, um, Purposeful accent, I believe, can only come about by uh, virtue of the difficult times, you know? Yeah.
Thanks for continuing this conversation, Larry. The outside world is the inspiration. Totally. The day job is the fuel. For me, it's the situation, I guess, and the emotions tied to a situation that maybe I don't really want in my life. It brings a lot of negative energy, and I hesitate to write negatively all the time, or even just two days in a row. I mean, every once in a while I will write it, and I'll get it out, and then boom, it's done. Good, I feel better. But sometimes, you know, we have those weeks when we need to do more. We need to write those angry songs and those angsty little bits of lyrics or lines. There's nothing wrong with that. But for some reason, I always hesitate because I have these thoughts and plans and ideas for things that I want to make. And the angsty and angry feelings don't exactly fit into that. But I think I just got to become more comfortable with that and just ride it. I mean, it's an outlet, right? This art, when you do it every day and, and like TC was saying, make it a habit then it is the outlet and it can be the punching bag if you need it to be. It can take that negative energy but for some reason a lot of times I just don't feel like giving it to it because maybe I put a little bit of uh, sacred territory on it. Maybe I blessed that space. Maybe I'm protecting it. And I wonder if you speak about that in the Artist Manifesto. If you don't, maybe it would be of value. I would certainly find your thoughts on this valuable. And anyone else's, maybe we can talk about that. Too, because I definitely would be interested in your thoughts on this. How do you deal with the emotions in your art if that's not the direction where you want to go at that one time? Do you follow those emotions? Do you switch plans and go for that accident? Or... Do you try to save that energy and suppress it, which doesn't really sound healthy now that I'm saying it, and attempt to finish the project that you have going and save that energy on another project? I'd be interested to see what everybody has to say on this. Because... 
I was just thinking about it on my walk after listening to Larry. Because that's definitely what it is for me. I just had that realization. And I think it's time to just embrace it. Just be like, let's get fucking angry in this bitch. <laughs> let's, let's do it. <laughs> let's scare little kids and grandmas already. <laughs> Hey, Jeremiah, you c correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, sounds like you feel you have your creative, whatever it is, your creative energies, um, that, they're that they're tied to uh, a particular emotional state, and that if you've got a bank of that stuff, and if you use it up... Um, Today you'll have none tomorrow. Am I, am I right? I I don't know if I'm if I'm picking that up right, but um, creativity. I think in my for me anyway. I I only ever talk about my own perspective, and if it, if it resonates, well then that's that's great. Um, with other people, so I'll just tell you what I think. Um, emotion is a very powerful thing. We can get dragged off into things. Uh, almost it feels, it feels that. It's out, things are out of control, and that we've no power to um, to direct our own movements and own thoughts. You know, when we get caught up in something difficult, but uh, and it can often be cathartic to to uh, go into something negative and and try and uh, remove it by virtue of talking about it and by virtue of linking in with other people and prevent by virtue of writing music and drawing pictures and stuff and your muse can be there i mean it can lots of lots of people create wonderful stuff that resonates with so many other people and they do it from a negative place but but is that is that where you want to be like if that's where you want to be if that's where i want to be well then grand i mean but i don't think it's healthy uh i don't think it's healthy at all um but there's balance in it, you see, and everybody's experience is unique. Everybody's experience is valid. Um, Freud talked talked about the uh, uh, cathartic nature of revisiting trauma. That's the whole basis of psychoanalysis, you know. You go back into your childhood and you you find out why you're so fucked up, you know. But uh, I think that um, uh, definitely there's a muse, or your muse feeds off. Uh, or can feed off negativity, but it equally feeds off positivity. I think there's 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 beautiful things made from people's positive perspective, and uh, we got to try and train ourselves into predominantly more of that than the negative. I think um, my own emotional state doesn't fluctuate as much as it used to. It used to it used to fluctuate a lot. You know, I, I I'm glad I'm not the person I was five years ago. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't, um, whenever I feel any kind of negativity coming on me about something, I, I do my best to defuse it um, in particular ways. But uh, focusing on it just makes it bigger, you know. No matter whether it's good or bad, I think if we, if we throw ourselves into something, whether it's an angel or a devil, uh, 
it will it will grow you know and it'll it'll be created it'll manifest you could say as art or whatever out here in the world you know but i don't think we have to stay there and i don't think it's a limited resource in fact i know it's not and uh we can but you see here's the thing we've got to i think uh understand that we're, we're both the dark and the light you know we're both sides of it and uh it's like uh, yang ying um aspect of being it's uh we're both of them and when we embrace both of them, it's like you can be all right with uh, being that negative person. But you don't have to be, if that makes sense. Um, but certainly, there's, there's, you can make, you can make it if you want to make it as an artist in both, from both perspectives. But for me, um, I'm, I'm not too caught up in it. I don't know. Uh, maybe if I sit down and articulate my thoughts a bit better on on uh, the computer screen um it would be more valuable but uh but i think we've got to get into it and experience it all in order to make a choice whether to hold on to it or let it go you know and um there's no running away from the devil you've got to the only way to defeat a ghost says alan watts is to walk right through it you know all right this is jeremiah craig Coming at you again. And let's continue the conversation from last night because I got some more call-ins from TC Ray and Larry. And let's let's keep this thing going. And I want to add to what you just said, Jeremiah, <clears throat> and from what the Daily Larb said. The Daily Larb, and I can't think of his first name, but he said he talked about getting inspiration taking what it gets from the outside world and bringing it back into his arts, which I do that too. When I'm out and about and live my life, and I, you know, I, I will talk to all kinds of people dealing with all kinds of problems and personalities, and I'll take some of them and mix them in my, I'll use that as art and put it in my characters, you know, so I agree with, with Daily Larb. And with you, when you mention about um, holding back and not writing that anger out, for various reasons, um, mainly because it's your, it's your nature. You kind of don't want to you know, go there at times. But I don't want to go there as a writer, but I have to with my characters. Some of my characters are very evil. I'm not evil, but i got to make them evil. Anyway, I'm out of time. Thanks for calling back in, TC. I absolutely love writing about those evil characters. I think half of my songs are evil characters and I don't mind going to that space. In fact, I kind of enjoy it <laughs> because it's it's an outlet for me to express something that I don't usually express myself. But usually when I do that, I'm in a happy zone. Like I'm in a comfortable setting or something like that. I think what my issue is is just having the negative emotions of anger and angst more frequently when I'm not writing so that when it comes time to write that carries over into something that is usually a very uh, I guess happy release uh, for me so I'm just getting used to uh, 
being in an uncomfortable zone from what I have been in when I write songs. Usually I'm pretty excited and happy to be writing songs, but because I live in a city and I am a country boy, and this is not the kind of city for country people. Seattle isn't welcoming. It's not the kind of city for me. And my day isn't necessarily enjoyable. So I have to take that into my music. And then I don't like taking the negativity that I get from a enormous city like Seattle. Well, actually, it's not enormous, but it's enormously unwelcoming. And the Seattle freeze is real. And it's a pain in the ass to deal with stuff around here. So that anger and that angst comes into my music. And that's not I'm not comfortable with that because that's sacred territory for me. But I think that I need to open up a little bit and embrace that negativity and just run with it, see what happens. It's just a different phase in my life and eventually my situation will change and I won't have to be around the negativity anymore. But for right now, that's out of the question. So I think I just got to embrace it and uh, Larry from the Daily Larb has more to say on this as well. Hey Jeremiah, what's happening? Uh, I want to thank you for the engagement. Um, it's it's been thought provoking to say the least. Uh, you're giving me stuff to work with here, big time. I got to get it down uh, before it disappears. Do you ever find that? You know, if you got if you if you've inspiration right now, you gotta you gotta just record it somehow, so uh, you have something to. You have you have something you can build on, otherwise it disappears. But um, I think uh, our muse feeds off both, you know, both the negative and the positive. And in in reality, we are both you and me. We're both we're both the plus and the minus, you know. And uh, if we embrace both, well, then I think we can get ourselves in a position where we can actually choose. You know what I mean? But where it feels our control. We just get we just get sucked into shit we don't like and that's a tough place to be. But you've got to go there, I think. You know. Anyway, check out my station. I replied to you there. Thanks, man. Larry, thanks for calling back in. This has definitely sparked an awesome discussion. I know what you mean uh, about recording and writing an idea down or something that comes to you. You gotta you gotta get it down before you forget because uh, just the other day I was on the elliptical here in the gym and I had this thought and of course I don't have anything I don't have my phone or anything when I'm working out so I was like okay I gotta remember that and then later I didn't but usually I have a running note list on my phone I have post-it notes I almost always have a notebook with me and of course I can record uh, melodic ideas on my phone as well so yeah you gotta get it down mm -hmm. right when it comes to you I love the way that you said that we are both the plus and the minus and that we got to deal with shit that we don't necessarily want to deal with sometimes but that doesn't mean 
that we still can't create around that situation. And I think with the rise of all of the motivational speakers and everybody saying positivity this, positivity that, you got to stay uh, this mood in order to succeed, well, maybe you don't. Maybe we can make really great things when we're angry and we're angsty because those emotions actually help us grow as well. No emotion should be valued more than the other. I mean, we have the negative emotions for a reason. They make up our personality and our lives, like you said, just like the happiness. And of course, I'm going to wish and want and seek out more happiness than anger. <laughs> of course I'm going to do that. Anybody in their right mind would. I'm not going to chase down the angry muse for longer than it, it should be chased. But maybe I've been chasing the happy muse for longer than it should be chased. And now it's time to actually embrace that negativity and use that as the muse. Larry, you've helped me out a lot with this. And I really appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for chiming in here. And if anybody else has anything at all to add to this discussion, please call in because I think, I think we're on to something really good here. So just echo those couple of segments, um, Jeremiah and myself and, and, and others too, uh, on Jer from Jeremiah's Craig station, where, uh, where we were talking about, uh, you know, creative process and uh, uh, how we process the positive and the negative in our in our work and the stuff that we do um, and what it all means you know and uh, Jeremiah kind of kicked it off with a question um, what's working for you and uh, Bobby Coons also um, echoed a bunch of stuff on that conversation too and uh, what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to grab these audio clips tonight while they're still out there, and uh, get them onto an episode. Um, uh, I'd like to I'd like to hold on to them because it was valuable, and there's some stuff in there that um, I was actually as 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 I listened to Jeremiah's stuff and as I was responding, I was kind of triggered. Yeah, I need to include that in, in the uh, in the artist manifesto, the new the new one. So uh, anyway, thanks for the conversation and. Uh, uh, the to and fro Jeremiah uh, on that subject um, it's been valuable hope you enjoyed it folks um, so for tonight I'm going to sign off uh, thanks for listening in today I have a bunch of call-ins from, uh, from a lot of people in relation to the question I posed earlier on on education so I want to publish them I won't get to it tonight because I want to listen to them individually and take me time and, uh, and get them published uh, reply to them, publish them, reply to them and then uh, get them all together and, and um, shoot them out as an episode and if you're listening to this later uh, I'd love to hear your comments um, earlier on I was talking about education and uh, I asked the question what's, what has changed in 30 years it's 30 years since I was in school and uh, many of you 
to maybe it's 20 years for you or 10 years but um what's really changed uh has there been big positive change can you see it uh, and how children are taught um there has been there has been uh, change all right but i'm not sure how significant it's been anyway uh check out the segment from earlier on uh, where i got into a five minute kind of thingy on um on that subject and uh Please call in. Let me know what you think. Okay, nice one. Um, you've been listening to The Daily Larb. I'm Larry Maguire, writer and artist over at LarryGMaguire.com. Busying myself with the Artist Manifesto, uh, due for publication on the 31st of March. Audio, book, uh, paperback and hardback. And uh, watch out for that. LarryGMaguire.com. Check it out. Talk to you. Good luck.